midst in these last days. I believe that He is working in each and every one of His lives. And sometimes we get so caught up in life in general that we miss what God is trying to do. But every now and then, God tries to get our attention and refocus us and give us new guidance so that we're able to better perform His work that He has for each of us in these last days. And I believe that God is going to use you each and every one of you to reach your community. Hallelujah. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 38. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and He cried out, If anyone thirst, let him come to Me and drink. Whoever believes in Me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Let's pray one more time before we get into this. God, I thank you for your wonderful presence that's in this place, oh Lord. And Jesus, I'm asking right now that you would bind any hindering spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, bind any distracted, distracting spirit in Jesus' name. And Lord, I find the spirit of doubt in the name of Jesus Christ. Be released into this place. Be released, O Lord, into the hearts and lives of your people. And let them be strengthened and encouraged by your word today. And give us the faith to step out in Jesus' name. If you believe that God is working in these last days, say in Jesus' name. And amen. And you may be seated. In this passage of Scripture, we find that Jesus says, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Anyone that is a believer, let him come and he will receive living water. And it will overflow out of the innermost being of his soul. Hallelujah. And it will spring up as living water. Amen. And I'm thankful today for the Holy Ghost filled body of Christ that's been baptized in his name and been filled with his spirit. Hallelujah. And if you've just gotten into this thing and you find some challenges with that I would encourage you I encourage you that take every opportunity that you can at an altar somewhere whether that's in your house or here up front and try to practice yielding to the presence of God just yielding and practicing God I'm here once again and I'm trying to yield myself to your presence hallelujah and you will get better and better at that hallelujah but today I want to talk to you about how God is working amen and and that he mentions that it doesn't matter who you are if you thirst let him come you know I'm pretty sure that the disciples with that that heard this were probably thinking, well, he's talking to, to some of the people here. No, I believe uh, that it was a dual thing. Yes, maybe if you were thirsty, you could come and get a drink. Uh, but Jesus was mentioning something supernatural. He was mentioning something spiritual. If anyone uh, who thirsts comes after me, uh, let him drink. Uh, so he thought of me. He thought of you uh, in that time when he says, if you will thirst, uh, let them come. Amen. Uh, we also find this uh, with 
the woman at the well. When Jesus met with this woman at the well, He said, if you only knew the gift of God and who it was asking you for a drink, you would ask of Me and I would have given you living water and I would give you a drink of which you would never thirst again. And the water that I shall give shall give to Him will be a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen. So what we find there at, with the woman at the well, it's, it's a woman that shows up at a certain part of the day, hallelujah, where there's nobody else going to be there because in her community she was recognized as the outcast. Amen. With the religious organizations at the time, she was deemed an outcast. Matter of fact, the place where Jesus showed up at this well, it has been said that many of the Jews would actually go around this place. They would try to avoid it because they didn't want to have anything to do with it. But Jesus intentionally shows up at the right time, at the right moment in her life, amen, and says that if you would just drink of what I have to offer, it would be as a well springing up, up into everlasting life, amen. Hallelujah. There have been times when we were considered the outcast. Amen. We were considered, hallelujah, dirty and unclean. You know, we, we were out in the world and, and we participated in things. And so whenever we come into a church where God has done cleaned up a bunch of people, right? We look at them and say, oh, wow, they're unclean. We don't always say that, but sometimes we think that. We want the right person to step into the building, right? He's got it all together. Well, Jesus is not looking for the right person. He's not working, looking for the right person with the right status, with the right clothes. So don't look at somebody the wrong way if they come in because sometimes their best, their best has holy genes. Their best looks dirty. Their best looks rough. But Jesus says, whoever thirsts, let them come. Let them come. And we need to be the same type of people. We don't need to make judgment calls or criticize. Whosoever thirsts, let them come. Let them come. Jesus doesn't care what ethnicity you are, what country you are from, what race you are. He doesn't care what language you speak or what denomination you are connected to. He doesn't care about your economic status and he doesn't care what type of background you have. He said, if you have an appetite, you may come. So I say, let them come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now at this particular point, I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they would have been dabbling in witchcraft. I don't care where they come from. If they hunger and thirst after God, he said, they shall be feel (laughs) 
Everyone wants to hear a word from God, especially when we are facing difficulties or challenges and need answers to life's happenings in the world. We want a word from God, and sometimes that's when we're desperate for that word. But God is working in our midst always. He's not always speaking on certain things. And I don't have time to go into that. But He's always working. It wasn't too many Wednesdays ago when we all were called to prayer and pastor pushes us to personal revival. I saw the hand of God or something similar to the hand of God and it outstretched in all directions. And God was showing me that even when you don't see that I'm working, I am working in the midst of your situation. I'm working in the midst of your challenges. So just know today you might have questions and you might need answers. But God is still working in these last days. I believe people are searching for answers as to why revival in Asbury. I believe they're trying to figure out why Kentucky and Asbury Why the denomination? Isn't that supposed to be our revival we've been praying for and fasting for? Do you know that God began to deal with me and was showing me that sometimes that thought process might be part of my problem? You want to know why? It's because it's not our revival, it's not our church. It's His revival. It's His church. And He needs to build His church how He sees fit. And when God breaks out in revival here, I want to celebrate it. When God breaks out in revival across the world, I want to celebrate it. When God breaks out in revival in another denomination, I want to celebrate it. I want to be amongst those that are celebrating the work of God because I know He's working and moving in these last days. I will dance. I will shout hallelujah because He's worthy and He's building His church. He's building His church. And we need to Stay focused and try not to figure it all out and the logistics behind the revivals. But be willing to join together with other believers about a kingdom awakening and a great harvest of souls in these last days. Because He is working. I received a direct word from God in prayer a while back. And I share these words lightly today amongst so many. Because a lot of times we are critical about people that receive a word. Or even that operate in the gifts of God. There are several here that I've communicated this to. But never in a public setting like this. The Word of God came to me after a time of prayer and fasting. 
And he said, in these last days, saith the Lord, I will reach across organizational boundaries to reach my people. I will reach across governmental boundaries to reach my people. I will reach my people. And now, you can judge me as to whether or not that actually came from God. But does it contradict the Word of God? It does not. So let's celebrate the fact that God wants to reach His people no matter what the organization is, no matter where they're at on the world. He wants to reach His people. You say, well, Brother Chris, this is, you're bringing this up because I already know how it goes. You're bringing it up because, <laughs> because of the things that are taking place. There are a lot of things that were happening prior to the Asbury, Kentucky revival. It's just awakened some people that God is working. That God is working. The reports from the Asbury University revival were that all four chapels were full for multiple days. And that outside on the chapel grounds, there were over 8,000 people standing, waiting to be a part of what God was doing there at that campus. I also saw reports that stated the revival had spread to four additional universities. I received reports that a number of people were filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. And that a demon manifested during one of their services. So you can criticize. You can judge all you want. But I'm asking you not to do that. And I'm not, I'm not the pastor here. But I know this is pastor's heartbeat to build the church of God here and around the world. And he's, he wants us and he wants you to be a part of that. And I believe that God does as well. But Jesus was clear that in the last days, He would pour out of His Spirit upon all flesh. We find that in Acts chapter 2 and verse 17. And it shall come to pass, in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out of My Spirit upon all flesh. All flesh. And a global harvest and a kingdom multiplication is going to include other denominations. It's going to. It's happening now. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. By divine appointment, I met a pastor named Tom McDaniels. He pastors a church at Cochrane Street Bible Church in Statesville. He has a 600-seat sanctuary. Over the last couple of years, God began to work with him and maneuver some things in his life that caused him to have a great desperation for the direction and guidance and a move of God. 
I didn't orchestrate that. But God remains true to his word. And so he began to work and move on this pastor. He became hungry and thirsty for Jesus. Jesus says, come on, come on. I've got something for you. I've got something for you. And he began to fast and pray and seek the direction from God for his church. The challenges that we faced, there have been many churches that have closed down. We're fortunate that God preserved us. And he's kept us during that period of time. And we became the leaders in many arenas for many denominations, some of which even pastor doesn't even know about. But they would call in and check on me. What is your church doing? Your church is still showing up for church. You're still praying for people. And then they were moved. And the ones that stepped out in faith and started making those decisions and moving. They're still in operation, but many of them did not. And they went under. And so Pastor Tom was being positioned. And then he was put in the right place at the right time. But God had to get my attention. He had to get my attention for it. Like I said, God is willing to allow you to go as deep as you want to go with him but he'll also allow you to be as shallow as you want to be. So I work with a, a man by the name of Juan, and we were working at a building in Greensboro, and Tom ends up showing up here. But how it happened, it was so wild because there were several people that would come into this building and just strike up a conversation, talking with me and Juan. And the second person left, one, the guy that was working with me, he wasn't really in church at the time. He looks at me and said, Something, something's happening. Something's weird happening here. And I said, you're catching that too, are you? And right after I said that, no, no more than 30 minutes later, Tom comes walking in the door. Each one of these people that come in were a pastor from another church and another denomination. And I said, okay, God, you've got my attention. And so he starts talking to me. And me and, him, me and him hit it off very well, even better than the ones that came in prior to him. And he said, yeah, I pastor a church in Statesville. I said, oh, you do? That's fantastic, man. And, and there's something, something going on here that I'm trying to figure out what God's trying to do. He's like, yeah. He's like, I drive a little ways, but I actually live in Taylorsville. North Carolina. I was like, that's why I'm meeting with you. Praise God. So I told him I felt like God was in this. And so if you wouldn't mind, would you start meeting with me? So we would meet on a regular basis. We met at, met at restaurants. And I know I'm pressed for time. I met, we met at several restaurants. We ended up getting to minister to people in those restaurants. They would break down and start crying because you, they, they just had a need and they were thirsty for the things of God. So right while they were working, and before we even arrived there, God 
was already working. So this is, this is how this is where our mindset needs to change. We need to understand that God is working right where you are on your jobs, in the restaurants that we go to. Understand that God wants to use you. And so we meet and we're given Bible studies and he starts making adjustments into his own church. I think one time he called up and he said, Brother Chris, I want to let you know we have several people going to be baptized this coming weekend, and I'm doing it in the name of Jesus Christ. That's worth celebrating. I'm trying to tell somebody. He said, in the last days, uh, in these last days, I will reach across governmental boundaries to reach my people. Uh, I will reach across denominational boundaries to reach my people. Uh, I will reach my people. They may not look like they're Pentecostal, but they still belong to Jesus Christ. I don't care what hell has done to them. I don't care if hell has chewed them up and spit them out and made them look like something totally different than us. They still belong to Jesus because whoever thirsts, let them come. God is still working. It wasn't long after that we got reports coming in. He was like, people were being filled with the Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues at his altars. The miraculous was taking place. And so, under the leadership of Pastor, he's guiding me all along the way. Because I think, I believe it's important to have leadership. Him and his wife are great leaders for our church. God uses them in a special and mighty way. If you're endeavoring in some things, get under your leadership. They can pray for you and help you because you enter in certain spiritual battles. Of course, you need to be prepared for that. We want to do the work of God. But we want to use some wisdom with that. We want to stay prayed up. We want to stay fasted up. We want to stay in the presence of God and in the word of God. So that we can help as many people as possible. He then uh, reached out and he said, Brother Chris, I want to have you. I've been listening to your church services. He even comes to our church services when he can. I would like you to show up at our service and preach. I want you to preach the word of God. And I want to see if you, you and your pastor, because he knows I was touching base with them, see if he can send a team out here. Send a team so, so you guys lead the whole thing. He was like, I'm going to set you guys up and you just come on fire for Jesus. And let's watch what God does. So... The team goes. You guys heard about this. I think it was a Monday, Monday night prayer. Pastor had mentioned it. We show up, and it was evident. I had many of you guys praying a covering over us. And as soon as we walked onto the premises, there was a change, like a boom. And I could feel the anointing and power of God rest upon every one of us that was there. And it was amazing. It was evident when we walked into that place, that there was something different, but something was about to happen. Amen. 
So the word of God went forth and four people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. There were multiple people that needed a miracle. Hallelujah. They received their miracle in that service. They had back problems that were healed. There were several people that needed to be delivered in Jesus' name. They didn't have no peace. And they said, I need peace. And I know the peacemaker. And I spoke the name of Jesus over them. And God intervened on their behalf, set them free, delivered them, healed them, and filled them. And that same God is in this place today and he is still working in our midst. He's moving. He's breaking forth. I'm telling you today where there are two or three that are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And if he's in the midst of us, why not yield to him so that you can be completely filled? Hallelujah with the spirit of God. So God is not the author of confusion. He wants us to know and understand what is happening in these times. If, if you're wrestling with some of these things that are taking place, he's not the author of confusion. And I've already given you the answer from some of the scripture texts that I've quoted. He said where in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So when these churches, these believers gather together in the name of Jesus, who do you think is in the midst of them? So in these particular revivals that break out, or if you show up somewhere in the presence of God there, don't let it confuse you. Let it just understand that that's in the word of God. He is in the midst. He is in the midst. And so there's a powerful presence of God in the midst of the revival. But their hunger and their thirst drives them to remain. Drives them to abide. In the presence of Almighty. And God, I'm going to repent before you today amongst these people, God. Hallelujah. Whenever I come to the altar, Lord, and I felt your presence time and time again. Lord, sometimes too soon did I walk away. I should have abided and remained in your holy presence. God. Give me a reverence for your word. Give me a reverence for your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. I want a hunger and thirst after righteousness. I want a thirst after Jesus Christ. And let it drive me to remain and to abide. Because you are working Jesus has been working in marvelous ways in our midst at heaven view. We, want, we need to abide. We need to have a heart to abide in him. I'm going to move to a quick close. A couple of things that I would like to share that literally happened this past week. 
There have been so many things that have taken place over the years that time just doesn't permit. It would not permit an example of something that took place 2019 after God gave me that word. People reached out from me from all over the world. I didn't, I didn't pursue them. I don't know how they come across me. Some of them I do through friends. But there was this one, his name was Joseph Gulzar, and he lives in Pakistan. And he tries to minister to a little church there. And me and him started to talk. I would give him Bible studies through via online. It would be FaceTime. We would pray for one another. He would send me prayer requests. I would send him prayer requests. At one time, I was in intercessory prayer. God drew me into prayer. You all, you remember what that's like, right? When the Spirit of God, just you just feel that pulling of the Spirit. And He's drawing you into Him because He's trying to work. So I had this pulling, this drawing of the Spirit, and I went to prayer. And that happened here on these grounds. I began to intercede on His behalf and His family. In the middle of that prayer time, He FaceTimes me calls me while I'm interceding desperately on the behalf of them. For God to do a work. For God to protect them. For God to move upon them. And to give them revelation. So he calls me and he says, Brother, I was prompted by the Holy Spirit to give you a call. And to sing this song to you. I can't sing very well. I wouldn't do it justice. But him and his family began to sing this song. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. I worship his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. I worship His holy name. And I got off the phone. And the Lord spoke to me. He says, they were singing to you as unto me. And I fell out on the floor. I'm not worthy, Jesus. I'm not worthy. And I'm bringing this up because God wants to use you in that manner. You don't have to be up here holding a, holding a mic or behind a pulpit. Just be sensitive to the working and moving of the Spirit of God. And God will use you and take you to places you can't even imagine. I was told this week. That a non-denominational pastor's wife was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And she come up out of the water speaking in tongues. As the Spirit gives the utterance. Amen. And the pastor stood back in awe because he wasn't 100% in. But when she come up, God 
filled her. God is working and moving in these last days. I was told that a Muslim came to a service with a back problem and was completely healed after one of the saints laid hands on him in the name of Jesus Christ. They didn't even know what the person was going through. They just went up and laid hands on him. Jesus, whatever the need is, we're trusting you for it. And God showed up in a miraculous way. That same Muslim went back and told their friends and said, hey, I was healed when they spoke the name of Jesus over my life they showed up at the next service and God filled every single one of them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you God for working thank you for moving praise your name whosoever thirst let him come and I close with this. You may all may stand. This happened this past week because I didn't want to talk about things that had happened over the several years because people criticize it. And I just want you to start paying attention. God, and I pray this, and maybe somebody needs to make this their prayer. Lord, touch my eyes. Touch my eyes to see your hand at work. God, touch my ears that I may hear your voice. God, touch my heart to be sensitive to the working and moving of your spirit. So I showed up at this place and I was led by the Holy Ghost to pray for a woman named Sonia. Some of you know who she is. Sonia is an older disabled lady that stays at a facility where she can't quite do everything on her own anymore. But she loves God. She's not the same denomination as us. But she loves the Word of God. And you know what? God orchestrated things in her life to where she was receiving Bible studies. Some people here were, were sacrificing going to this place, giving Bible studies, and it was quite a drive. One Sunday, she shows up here at Heaven View. People helped her come in. God filled her with the Holy Ghost right here. Right here. filled her with the Holy Ghost and so God led me to go pray for her so I went up I said Sonia I said the Lord prompted me to come pray for you today and she's sitting in her chair and she looks up says well brother Chris I thank God for that I thank Jesus he's been good to me she was like and you know what I'm glad you're going to pray. I had a flood in my home. I don't know if you heard about that. I lost everything that I have. But you know what? I'm still blessed, Brother Chris. I'm still blessed. So 
sometimes it doesn't matter how tragic, how bad the situation may be. You're still blessed. And God is still working. He's still moving. He's done reached into your situations in ways that you can't even understand or comprehend. And if you're thirsty today, and you've been seeking to be filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, and you're thirsty today, Jesus saying, won't you come? Won't you come and just taste and drink? Hallelujah. And He will fill you. And for those of us that's been in this thing for quite some time, I, I have a question for you this morning. Where is your Sonia? Where is your Joseph today? You have a Sonia at your place of work. You have a Joseph in your reach. Where are they today? Are you willing to be used of God? Are you willing to be a part of what he's doing? Would you come and surrender to the Lord? Jesus.